The Fat Boy Show. From Tineshi, an amazing song called Bouncing. Play for you on The Fat Boy Show. This Monday, the 15th day of August 2022, we're at the halfway point of the month. Uh, how many days does August have? 31. So, okay, not quite halfway. Maybe when it hits midday, it'll be halfway the month. Doesn't matter. I hope you're enjoying the month nonetheless. Clearly better than July, I would have to say. I mean, I had my fingers crossed wondering what the chaos this month was going to bring. So, my conclusion is... Uh, Pretty much what we expected. More of the same. But the difference is now we are used to the hardship or at least more used to it than we were uh, the previous month. So maybe that's why uh, things don't seem so bad. It could all just be in the mind. Well, here on the Fat Boy Show today, speaking of the things that are in your mind, those demons that plague you when you have a series of breakups, one relationship to the next, ending badly, leaving you to imagine that all future relationships might be similarly bad. Today on the Fat Boy Show, we're asking the question, how much do past relationships impact future relationships? And should they, if they do? Sarah, what do you think about that? If you've been in a series of bad relationships mm-hmm. in your life, you should expect your future relationships to be similarly horrible. That shouldn't be the case, but a lot of people don't learn their lessons from the past relationship because it's easier to blame the other person as opposed to taking responsibility in the parts that you played in that relationship, failing. Yeah, it's funny how almost all girls will say how even guys toxic go relationships. Away. <laughs> you know, they even make memes about it where, <laughs> hey, how come no girl ever says she was the one in the wrong? And yet, quite often, they are. You know what? With uh, one of my, okay, my longest relationship, I did, you know, take responsibility for my part. You have, I, actually. I have, yeah. That's one relationship you keep talking that about. That one is the only... Where you crushed uh, that poor boy. No! You finished him. <laughs> you vaporized him. Uh, he was mostly the problem. Oh. I assisted. Ah. <laughs> but anyway, you owned your role in yes. the failure of that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that you learned from that experience. Yes, I have. So that you don't make similar mistakes? Yes, I have. And that is why I'm now very intentional about the people I intend to date or who want to date me. Because Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to repeat that. And also, if you don't learn the lesson, then you're never going to be able to see the patterns. You know, the the red flags and whatnot. Right. Yes, because you're always going to think you're, you're perfect, you're without wrong, and the other person is a problem. Or sometimes you are actually the problem. Yeah. You are the problem. You are the problem. And then whenever somebody else sets a healthy boundary, you think that they're what? Either disrespecting you or infringing on you, like or not even loving and, you. You know, usually those boundaries come about from people's past experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's after people have gone through certain ordeals that they decide, okay, you know what? Next time, here's where I draw the line. Yeah. Uh, if uh, he doesn't call me or check on me at least uh, twice a day, then that's it. It's a red flag. But you see, that is unnecessary, and that is really a very. What's the word I'm trying to look for? Um. You're sabotaging yourself because people have things to do. Because when you get into a relationship, you're not going to expect your partner to be all about you. Their life has to go on as usual. It's not that now you've come in and now you are at the top of the priority. I mean, the priority list. It's not that. Yeah. I mean, your partner has a job. They have a family. They maybe have kids. You come somewhere like in top five. So 
Learn to respect and understand. That. Well, if if Kim Kardashian were right now listening to us having this conversation, I wonder what she would think about her past relationships and mm. how they might impact future ones. I mean, everyone imagined that her little thing she was doing with Pete Davidson wasn't gonna last. Like it didn't yeah. take wouldn't have taken a rocket scientist to assume that yeah, it was going nowhere. Yeah. And so it it ended as quickly as it started. It was a moment, and we should treat it as that. We shouldn't. You know, look deep into it like it was going. No, she was leaving the moment and she probably needed somebody to help her forget her crazy ex husband. <laughs> yeah. Hey, or don't dis- be right. Distract her from her crazy ex husband. Don't be ragging on my man <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> well, let us now find out what's popping. What's popping? So, Sarah, do tell us what's popping today. Well, you're going to love this story. Tell and, me. And uh, it's very much, you know, kind of related to what we just talked about. And get this. One study shared by the outlet, or rather an outlet from 2019, suggests that men between the ages of 25 and 54 are the fastest growing group of long-term single people since 1990. Well, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a reason for it. And it says that men are reportedly at their loneliest romantically as potential partners are now not settling for the same dating standards from the 1990s. And apparently men today outnumber women on dating sites and have become the largest growing group of long-term single people in the last 30 years. Why are you laughing? Because it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying it with such glee. I get this. You're taking joy in the suffering of the, men. The headline of this news article says that study shows that dating opportunities for men are decreasing as more healthy relationship standards arise. Well, and this is why <laughs> <laughs> this is why we talk about the boy child movement. Oh, um, really? Here you yeah, go. I do believe that it's important for men to have conversations about these things. And for too long, men have taken it as a thing of shame. Where, mm-hmm. Oh, what are you going to do? Cry now? Uh, get all up in your feelings and talk about how you're feeling lonely? Yeah, you should talk about that. If it's you're a guy and you're, fe- yeah. you're feeling lonely, and if, if you feel shy to admit that to a woman, at least admit that to us, your brothers. Let's talk about it. And mm-hmm. just say, hey, guys, man, life is hard. I get home. It's empty. There's no one there. I'm feeling unloved. I'm stressed at work. I'm feeling like killing myself. So there you need to talk to your brothers and be like, yo, what do I do? And this is where we in the boy child movement will come in and mm-hmm. say, hey, Actually, things aren't as bad as you think they are. Mm-hmm. There are many ways in which your life is probably better off the way that it is. And if you are interested in seeking meaningful relationships, this is the way to go about it. These are the mistakes mm. uh, you might want to avoid. Because the thing is, there's a lot of simpery going on. And partly why all these men are single is because they're simps. No, it's because men have failed to update you know, essentially, their standards in relationships because they are still trying to bring in their 1990s ideology no, the fact into is, 2022. Many of them dig themselves into the friend zone. Mm-hmm. They, they like a girl, but they go in there and they just don't know how to say the right things and to do the right things to become the woman's intimate partner. Instead, you go there and you just start pretending to be a feminist. And then before you know it, to be a feminist. <laughs> before you know it, <laughs> you're her best you say, friend. You say like being a feminist is a bad thing. Of course it is. No, it's not a bad thing. It's a terrible thing. You are be. talking about toxic femininity, or rather toxic feminists. Feminism sorry. doesn't help women at all. I don't know even why you. It even, really does. It really does. How has it helped women? I am able to go to school because of feminism. 
I am able to vote because of feminism. I am able to wear what I want because of feminism. No, I you're am not. Able to you're choose. not able to go to work because of feminism. I am able to You're able choose. to go to work because of me. I go gave you the away. job. <laughs> <laughs> well, the feminists made it uh, possible because now you as an employer have no choice but to employ female employees as well. So thank but you, feminism. I am able to even excuse choose me. You think I, wait, you think I employ women? Feminism. Wait, you think I employ women because I'm forced to by <laughs> feminists? <laughs> if you didn't, I would probably sue you and say, you know what? Since you're not hiring the women, fact is, look, I'm taking you to court, so give me my cut. I, like many uh, business people and entrepreneurs, we want people who are talented. And mm-hmm. women are talented. And if they have something to offer, of course you want them to work with you. But you wouldn't know that if uh, feminism didn't play that part because really? right now because one for a very long time women were not allowed to work because all you guys thought that we were good enough for of course you were allowed to work to, to, to you were allowed to work in the garden in the, in the you field see, on the on the shamba in the kitchen now I oh am there was here. plenty of work there now i am here talking to you okay and because ah. of feminism thank feminism because without it that a lot of you bachelors wouldn't be able to take care of yourselves. You still can't. It's a work in progress. Oh my gosh. You see, that's so, that's see, why we hate feminism. You're just saying bad adult? things about men. Because we're telling you to be functioning adults. There you go. You, you see, see, it's turning women into these bitter, hateful creatures. You say something what? nice about men. Can you can you just say two nice things? I'm waiting. Go ahead. Men mm-hmm. are amazing. They can be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they can be amazing. The way I paused right there. <laughs> yeah. It's like someone men put a gun to your head. They can be amazing. But for but them. No, I love men. Men mm-hmm. are amazing. And uh, you can do better. You know, you can definitely do better. So. Be a lot more helpful and less judgmental, like you, fat boy. Well, as far as uh, what you were sharing with us goes, yeah. the men who are suffering from loneliness and mm. are single. I think uh, they they need help because you know what? It's actually bad for society. You may be laughing, but it's actually not good for society when men are unloved because that's how you get serial killers. Mm -hmm. That's how you get rapists. That's how you get. That's how you get terrorists. That's how you get armed insurgent groups. Let me tell you, a man who has a woman that loves him by his side is not going to join a rebel group. A man who has a purpose in his life, family, children, is not going to want to be a terrorist. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. A man who is being offered some affection and comfort and intimacy is not going to be so quick to want to... He's not going to go on a murdering rampage because he's upset. First of all, that is not an excuse to go murdering people and doing crazy stuff. However, this is what I want to say. You know like how women saw a problem and their lack of uh, basic human rights and did something about it? Why don't you men do the same? That's why what we're you, doing. Why, why don't you the do the boy don't child you, movement? But you see how you're the boy but, child movement. But how you're doing is it, here to save but men. But how you're doing it is you're now going at loggerheads with toxic feminists, <laughs> and now just yeah, that's where drifting, we, we have to start. Drifting, we have to start from away. there. You're drifting away from the actual agenda. Okay, you're supposed the to be pushing for the agenda of the boy child movement boundaries. is to uplift mm-hmm. men. Uh, in terms of their uh, mental health, their mental well-being, their career aspirations, and really to just give them more options to find joy in life. And By yes, stepping on women. You, may, you may find that joy in the arms of a loving woman. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You can also find joy without it. Mm-hmm. That's our message. But don't do it by stepping on women. Because I'm not... How are we stepping on women? You're the one I stepping on men. I'm a traditional feminist. 
and there are different types of feminists. So you stop attacking me because I'm on your side and I am also raising a boy. So, so let's let's work together. In fact, you should support me. <laughs> I not when you're being radical. It is we, the boy child activists, that are going to create a world that your son will thrive in when he grows up. Not when you're being radical. Because <laughs> if we if we left it up to the if we left it up to the feminists, they'll make life hard for your son when he grows up. Not when you're being radical. But anyway, this same article goes on to say that it will only worsen in the future. That is, men will get even lonelier in the True. future. Yeah. And it goes on to say that uh, while they represent approximately 62% of dating app users outnumbering women another study concluded or rather conducted in 2021 uh, with over 40,000 people showed that men reported more loneliness than women and this is worldwide i feel bad you see so those guys you're blue ticking those guys you're flaking on and ghosting you think they also don't feel but bad? i have a right to say no <laughs> if it is not you i want it's not you uh-uh also don't stress you me. be nice we are not here to do charity <laughs> <laughs> well, at this rate, uh, charity will be needed to save these men. But I'm no, but I'm glad it's being talked about, and I'm glad you've shared the story yeah. because it's given us a chance to sort of open the conversation about Absolutely. this. And maybe in in the days to come, we might delve into it a little more deeper. But true, true. Uh, yep, men are in a bit of a bind. We need to start talking about it. Mm-hmm. What else is popping? Cassie. Cassie is what's popping. Cassie PDD's ex-boo. Uh, yes. Uh, Cassie, who did Me and You. Well, she has finally received a platinum plaque for her hit single, Me and You. And it's the most successful song to date that she has ever, you know, uh, done. It's the first time she's receiving a plaque for it. 16 years after. 16 years. 16 whole years. Yeah. <laughs> after it was first released. Yes. Well, that's all thanks to her uh, ex-boyfriend. His name is uh, Ryan something. I forget his other name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he's the one that produced uh, that entire album. And I mm-hmm. think he's mentioned it in interviews that yeah. he's basically still living off of, of that song. Right? Yeah. That song is still making money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because he owns the rights to the song, uh, yeah, he's he's probably making more money out of it than, exactly, uh, than even she, Cassie. Yes. Exactly. So there you go. Well, she hasn't been in the public eye for a very long time now because we all know she's married. Her husband is called Alex Fine. And indeed, he is fine. Is he fine? He's fine, fine. All right. <laughs> hey, fine. Yeah, she dated uh, PDD for <laughs> 10 years. 10 years. They lived together, right? They lived together, yes, at the time. When right. she was dating PDD. And instead, he's been busy giving props to Kim Porter. Was that her name? No, he also gave props to Cassie. When the one who died is who? The mother of his child. The right. mother of his children. Why didn't he have kids with Cassie? I don't know. She didn't what? I don't understand that situation because like Ten a, years. Year, a year after she left him, then she gets married and now she has two children with yeah. her husband. What was going on? Something is shading. Something is strange. One plus one is not adding up here. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, congratulations <laughs> to Cassie yeah. upon that uh, accomplishment. I mean, it's unfortunate that she still, you know, she hasn't had more hits and mm-hmm. her career hasn't really, you know, been on a, or at least has not really taken off. It sort of stayed where it was yes. back 16 years ago. Yeah. But for what she has given us, I think uh, we should appreciate her. Absolutely. Okay. Congratulations to her. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for letting us know what's popping.
You're listening to The Fat Boy Show on RX Radio. Don't worry, Sarah's going to be coming back in about an hour to give us more updates on what else might be popping up there. So you'll definitely want to stick around for that. Our next song comes in from Mike Posner. This one is called Please Don't Go. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'?